Hey listeners, we're back. It's uh, Series 3, Episode number 23, and I am here with my brand new co-host, Mark. Hello. And uh, we are uh, the new co-hosts of Is This Your Playlist? Um, so this is the second episode of this series. Um, I wanted to kind of do, I thought it would be fun for us to do an episode with like my and Mark's all-time favorite bands, and then... Um, I thought it would be fun to talk about the band that it took us the longest to see. I almost call it like the band that almost got away. Yeah. So, so we're gonna do that. And um, how have you been, Mark? I've been pretty good. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And um, thank you for letting me come uh, to LA once again. To yeah. <laughs> Glad we could do it here. And um, I'm kind of I'm kind of bummed because you're 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 partner tim is not here to no he'll be here one of these days and maybe he'll maybe we'll nail him down and get him to talk about some stuff (laughs) some get in some get some 90s music going Uh, we played jock jams in the car the other day he was like what's that song that goes like i don't even know how does how does get ready get ready for this Uh, 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 (laughs) he he said it and i'm like oh that's too unlit you know i knew exactly what it was and like the version that we found on iTunes was like some fake Jock Jams CD. It wasn't even the real versions of all those songs. But we listened to the car for like an hour, and it was it was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> um. So yeah. So uh, so we're gonna talk about our two, well, my favorite band of all time and Mark's favorite band of all time. And um, I will let you go first. Ooh, the pressure's on. <laughs> my favorite band. And I think I know time. who I think I know who it I'm is. I'm pretty sure you know who it is. And there's really like I like we both like a lot of bands, so it's hard. I could say Erasure, I could say like Annie Lennox and Eurythmics, I could say Kiss. There's there's a lot, but I always come back to the go go's no matter what no matter what is going on with them, which sometimes is absolutely nothing. It it seems like. And um and then they'll do one thing and I'll look at my Go-Go's tattoo on my arm and go, oh yeah, I'm still proud, still proud fan. You have a Go-Go's tattoo on your arm? Yeah. I've never seen it. I'm sure you've no, seen it. No, I have it. not. I've never seen it. They have the, it. the logo from God. It's pretty faded. I, 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 it was the first tattoo. I mean, I only have two, but it was the first I got. And it's should have been bigger, and it's kind of faded now. I'm but kinda, anyway, it's right here. I'm not even kidding. I've never seen it. Maybe I've never been on the this side of you. I mean, I'm sure I've worn a tank top <laughs> or something at a concert. Anyways... I do have a go-go's, a go-go's tattoo. See, these are fun stories that people want to hear. And uh, and I don't regret it. No, I have my drink. <laughs> yeah, you've got your... You have several favorite bands tattooed on yeah. you, though. Yes, I Where do. I only have the one. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Love them. Everybody knows the big hit songs. They are on the radio 24-7. Yeah. And who are the Go-Go's? Who are, individually, who are the Go-Go's? Yeah, some people might not know who they are. Belinda Carlisle. Who? Jane Weedland. Team Jane. <laughs> Charlotte Caffey, Kathy Valentine, and Gina Schock. Yes. And they got their start back in 78. And um, here in L.A., they got played on the radio on the Rodney on the Rock show. And that was definitely my first exposure to the Go-Go's. And I was, I mean, it was only... 10, 11 years old, but it was already super into music. But at the time, we were listening to, I was listening to Kiss for sure, ACDC, Journey, Sticks. But there was like, there was a new wave literally coming of new wave music. And uh, Rodney on the Rock was on top of it all, whether it was from LA, Europe, wherever. And he used to play the demo version of Cool Jerks. That's the first thing I ever heard. Not We got the beat and our, not our lips are sealed, but their cover version of Cool Jerk, which would later get released on the Return to the Valley of the Go-Go's album. And I don't know what it was, but it was hooked. My sister and I were just absolutely hooked. And then he started playing... I keep staring at your Go-Go's. <laughs> <laughs> so I have so little. I mean, I have so much, but I have so little actually on the walls right now. Um... Then he started playing the UK single version. So they got signed in the UK to do a single for Stiff Records of We Got the Beat. And he started playing that. And we were just, we were in love. Which is weird because they didn't make it in the UK. No, they didn't really make it in the UK. Which is weird, but Belinda did solo. Yeah, it's very much in the UK now. 
everybody knows Belinda Carlisle. Yeah. She's still packs in crowds and sells. She saw that Belinda Carlisle gold record, like, yeah. was a chart, like, big chart hit. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the minute that record, the minute, I don't know how we found out back in the day, but the minute our local record store, which was Big Ben's on Ventura Boulevard in Encino. Never heard of it. <laughs> long gone, long gone. But as soon as we found out they were getting it, man, we rode our bikes up there and got that little record. And it had how much more on the B-side, which is still, you know, is still my, a favorite. That's my favorite. Is it your favorite? It's, um, just skip ahead quite a bit, uh, the Go-Go's musical, Head Over Heels, that was on Broadway. Um, Head Over Heels, I mean, um, How Much More is really one of the highlights. It's a really hysterical number within the show. I love that song. They still do it live, too, which is cool. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they still play most of the first album live, which a lot of, a lot of the older bands do. Um, but yeah, they would you know go on to do three albums initially, to varying degrees of success, but all, all successful. You know, it's hard to top the first one. Because they were, weren't they the first girl group to have a number one? Not just, that's my pet peeve. They're the only girl group to have a number one. Oh, okay. Not Sorry. just, <laughs> that's usually the way it's written in the press, that they're the first. <laughs> but who's the second? Crack that with. <laughs> There's no second. Yes, Beauty and the Beat, their debut was number one for seven <laughs> weeks. It went double platinum. Um, they, there were other female bands before them, the Runaways, which most people know because of Joan Jett and, and Lita Ford and Sheree Curry and Fanny. Have you ever heard of Fanny? Never heard of them. There was another one called Ace of Cups, all female rock bands, but limited success. Runaways were success, successful in Japan, but not as much here. And they were, they usually had a man behind them. Yeah. The Go-Go's didn't. They formed themselves. They had a female management in the early days. And they, um, you know, there have been breakups and fights and makeups and more breakups and fights and makeups and some really ugly, ugly times. But they come back together no matter what. You know, time heals all wounds, I guess. And you probably, I mean, I'm sure you've seen them gazillion times. I, for, I don't, it was weird with the Go Go's. I don't know why every time they came around, you know, when I lived in LA, I didn't see them. I mean, it just wasn't, it just didn't work out. So the first time I saw them was the, you know, what was to be the farewell tour. So just recently, fairly recently at the Greek theater. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first time. And it was sort of like, um, it was like, um, bittersweet because it was like, yeah, first first and the last last time. Yeah. That's how I saw Ungo Boingo. I saw the last, the final show only. And, uh, We'll have to talk about that later because there's some Danny Elfman yes, there rumor is. stuff. Oh, it's more than rumor. Oh, oh, it's okay. He's playing at Coachella. Yeah, yeah, that's yes, what I heard. Um, Back to my girls, though. Yeah, <laughs> we love to get sidetracked with stories. Um, that's what a podcast is. Big old story. Um, so then they played last or 2018. Yes. So after the farewell tour, which wasn't a farewell, it was a farewell to annual touring basically. Cause for a while they were all like every summer you could sort of count on. In fact, it was always almost always my birthday month, um, in July over the summer. So it was always like a treat, but yeah, they, they said farewell to that and, um, they will do, you know, special occasions. So they did, before the shows you're talking about, they did some stuff in New York and they got back together with all five members because Kathy had been out of the band for a little bit. That was one that was, of the that's the ugly members. stuff that I referred to. <laughs> um, but she's back. And they promoted the play and then they did a warm-up gig in Oakland, which was absolutely fantastic, fantastic, except that at the time Gina was having some health issues and was unable to drum. Um, so it was four of them and there was a guide drummer, her drum tech, which was kind of weird, but they sounded great. And it was, Gina was still there for the meet and greet, which I'd never, I've met them many times, but I've never paid for a meet and greet, but I wanted to get the, you know, the picture with everybody. Um, listeners, I'm looking at Mark's, uh, phone holder and it's literally him and the Go-Go's. That is so cool. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, great picture. And I was very happy that she was there and, uh, just sitting there with all five of them brought a little tear to my eye. Yeah, I mean, I think I found out a little too late 
for the for the meet and greet at the Greek. And um, I was I was not happy because I would have done it because it wasn't that. I mean, it was like two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks. I don't know. I didn't do it there. Oh, would you? Oh, and oh, this was in Oakland. Was yeah, in Oakland. this was in Oakland. How much was it there? You remember? I don't remember. Okay. But you got some cool swag, so it's all good. It's, it's <laughs> unimportant. It's, the cost was unimportant. Um, so yeah, after that, they uh, not this not in 2019, 2018, Fourth of July. They played three sold out nights at the Hollywood Bowl with the orchestra. Yes, and they're very much out there still in in pop culture somebody had asked online like why do you think like the go-go's seem to have a higher profile than say the Bengals, and for whatever reason their music is licensed like crazy like just vacation was in the last spider-man movie spider-man far from home it was in the scream queens tv show the t- uh, superstore it's always sunny scrubs the simpsons this town was in the hills. Gilmore Girls also in Scream Queens. They were at, um, they had a song mentioned in um, American Horror Story. This most recent recent season. Not only was the band mentioned because did you watch that at all? You know about the Kajagugu thing? Um, yeah. The Kajagugu I, get I murdered. Fortunately, the Go Go's hadn't shown up yet, <laughs> but they're definitely mentioned. And Fading Fast is used in it, and um, so their songs have been used in so many TV shows and movies that they're always just out there in the ether. Like yeah. it never, the music never fades away, and that's really amazing. Um, yeah, I saw two of the three shows at the Hollywood Bowl, and. Um, the third show. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I was at two of them. Uh, now Kedrick's going to tell you that I could have been at three. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to say that we could have been front row in front of Jane for half the price of the ticket. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> no, um, that's, when I, that's when I knew you were in love because you said Tim would get upset. I don't know if it was that he would get excited. I don't remember had, exactly what it was, but I had to friend, spend some you had, time. You, something was going on. Yeah, yeah, you had friends coming and you had to clean. That's what you said. <laughs> that doesn't sound like exactly what I, mean. I don't well, remember. You, well, you had friends coming. You said that you had to <laughs> Just clean. Just that I had to clean? Yeah. I think we had, I did have friends from out of town. Yeah, like, yeah. what, what, we're, we're getting off track again, you see. Anyway, um, I've seen the Go-Go's many, many, many times over the year. I never, never miss a tour. Um, sometimes we'll go to, you know slightly out of town not too far but um try and catch two shows at least seeing them solo on occasions when they are solo um met them all many many times over the years run into belinda here here at home here at home in west hollywood when she's in town we they say your name on stage (laughs) i have danced on stage i've done the cool jerk a handful of times i do get called up on stage by name yeah and I love hearing, I love that. And it's always a thrill. <laughs> and um, hopefully, um, well, not hopefully, they, they, there will be shows uh, next year. I know they're playing Washington, D.C. for 4th of July this time, but hopefully there will be some other shows around that as well. They have a documentary coming up on Showtime. It's going to debut at Sundance. And then I believe, like, another band that we might talk about, they'll be, that will be shown on Showtime. Yeah, that's a great lead-in to my favorite band of all time. All right, well, let's hear it. Um, Simon LeBon, Nick Rhodes, Roger Taylor, John Taylor, Andy Taylor sometimes, Warren Cucurello, uh, Stephen Duffy, uh, now Dominic Brown, uh, Duran Duran. And I have their tattoo on my arm as well. <laughs> and I get a lot of comments about that at my at my work in Palm Springs. I, um, people say, Do they oh, know what it is yeah they're like oh Duran Duran tattoo and I'm like well they've been my well now you're gonna all find out they've been my favorite group since I was 13 years old and I just turned 49 so I think they earned it 36 years and they too have a Showtime uh, documentary called There's Something You Should Know and um, I actually got Showtime like this trial thing (laughs) just so you can watch it it. I needed (laughs) to see it and uh, so I was watching it and um, you know I, I love the fact that <laughs> I love the fact that Mark like I posted that I was watching it and he posts he replies he's like he's like they didn't talk about Stephen Duffy or Warren at all and they glossed over the the bad albums and I'm like 
I haven't finished watching it yet. <laughs> I didn't know that at the time. I actually really enjoyed watching it. I just wish it was like an hour longer yeah. so they could have talked about everything. Uh, they were, it was really good. You know, they talked about the beginnings and stuff like that. And, you know, they, you know, they two got together in 78. And, um, you know, they were, for me, they were the first band that I had to follow, that I had to have everything. But I kind of had to backtrack because in my in my 12 years of life you know i couldn't really i didn't really have time for like any other it was like one band at a time so <laughs> it's a lot of work it is a lot when, of work. especially when you're a kid and you're probably like cutting out <laughs> magazines and yeah, like yeah so i mean my first like photos like all things british was was adam ant and i couldn't be bothered with duran duran and i remember seeing like hungry like the wolf video and just thinking how stupid it was i was like that's so dumb whatever blah 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 and then so is there something i should know came out and i heard it and i was like oh i love this song and the video was really good and i was like okay i could i could get into this so that was on the re-release of the first album so i had to do all this backtracking and um it was just it was just amazing like i just had to have everything and that's when you know um you know i don't know if you remember Spencer's gifts, oh, very well, and Claire's, yeah, very well, <laughs> and like they used spent a lot more time at Spencer's than Claire's, but well, Claire's had the posters. They did, yes. Like, you could get your ears pierced and get a poster, <laughs> and a scrunchie, and a scrunchie. Yeah, I didn't really need that. Um, so yeah, so they were the first band that I followed and had to have everything, and then right after that, Union of the Snake came out. And um, this is when, uh, do you remember Three Way Calling? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so there was five of us, <laughs> me and these four Durante girls, watching the world premiere of Union of the Snake. So Simon was my favorite. Simon's always been my favorite Every yeah, ever since. He's, he's still my favorite to this day. I love Simon. And um, so there was me and four Durante girls on Three Way Calling, and they were just like, screaming when like John John come on or Roger would come on they'd scream and Nick came on in the middle and one girl screamed and it was just like a scream fest it was hilarious but I loved you know the snake video and um for me I mean they're my favorite group just because of the because they were the first and um like I remember and I didn't see this one until probably like a year or two ago so new moon on Monday is probably my favorite video because it just... Wait, what do you mean you didn't see this till a year or two ago? No, no, no. Let me, t- let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> Calm down, son. <laughs> no, um, so I didn't see this one until, like, a couple years ago, the 16-minute version. Like, I didn't yeah. know the 16-minute... Yeah, no, I'm surprised. Because I, I remember watching that on MTV, like, the world premiere, and it was, like, a mini-movie. I never saw the 16-minute version. I'm surprised. Version. Has it not been available? Is it not on anything? Because when they did the, the video 45, it's remember the, the video 45? Yeah. <laughs> they had that new version. I'm of, sure you can get it on beta. Well, no, I got it the on YouTube version. now. <laughs> I got it on YouTube now, but it was so cool. And, you know, for, you know, Duran Duran, they were video vanguards. They were, I mean, their videos were, you know, they set the precedence, I feel, for MTV. And um, they did it best. And, you know, they just, they were the first. And, you know, my, you know, they too, like the Go-Go's, have had breakups and makeups. And this one left, and this one left, right. and this one came back and left again. And, you know, the cool thing about Duran Duran is, like, a lot of people feel like they just kind of faded out. And then, you know, the new generation of people... Okay, we're going to edit that out. God, I can't I hate that. Okay, so I'll edit that out. Okay. The new so, generation. So, so the new generation... <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, the new generation of people, you know, they a lot of them know Ordinary World and Come Undone. Right. And I always kind of... It's a running joke when I see them live that, like, Ordinary World and Come Undone are good for one thing. Pictures. Pictures. Because they don't move. Ouch, I love those songs. No, I mean, I... Okay, Ordinary World I love. I, I, I could, really love it. I mean, that's I could never, song. I could never hear Come Undone again and be really? happy. Yeah, they just played it too much. I don't mm. know. It's just one of those. Yeah, it's not that it's not good or bad. It's just, it's just overplayed. Overplayed, yeah. yeah. And um, 
so they you know they've made they've consistently made good music new music and um um so okay edit that out what am i doing okay so gather your thoughts <laughs> all right so when they um, put out their last album, Paper Gods, in 2015, they went on a tour and I said that I was going to get good seats. And ever since then, it's been third row, fifth row, seventh row, first row in um, Paso Robles County Fair. Um, just, I, I love them. It sucks because once you start doing that, you're so <laughs> spoiled and it's hard to go back. <laughs> yeah, I was, and I was telling Mark earlier that um, I had... 17th row for one of the shows in Vegas last too year. Too far, too it far. Too far back, too far back. But I was just, and I had the aisle because I have to have the aisle. I can't, I can't be in the middle. I, I hate being in the middle. So I had the aisle and I was just dancing. And one of the girls, when I left the venue, said, You look like you're having so much fun out there. And I was, even though I was in the 17th row. Um, but, you know, I just loved them to death. And, you know, they're going to be. They're going to be at the Isle of Wight Festival in Ireland this coming July, so something's coming. Um, yeah, but they're going to, there's an album coming. Yeah, oh, we know, we know, oh, I thought you were say. saying like you were get, packing your bags. Well, don't go to that one to a festival. They're, they'll be here soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know me. But if they said, but if they did say, oh, it's the only shows we're doing this well, year. that would be different, but they'll be here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hopefully a new album will be, be on. Yeah, and, I think we're expecting that. Pretty soon, right? Towards this yeah. first part of the year. Yeah, they were supposed to do something. They were supposed to do something big last year, uh, 2018, for the 40th anniversary of their, you know, getting together. And Andy was rumored to come back. Mm. But here's the thing. He had his, you know what? Andy had his chance twice. He's, been, he's kind of been trouble. So maybe yeah, they're so just... like, and Don kind of, Don kind of fits yeah. in and he's, he's cute and he fits in with the band and... And, uh, yeah, so, um, they're just, and I'm looking at, I'm, we're sitting here in Mark's living room and I'm still kind of just like in awe of like just this front room. The Duran, the Duran record's still sitting over there. Yeah, I'm not looking at it. <laughs> um, I'm looking at his, he's got a, he's got a promo poster for Pop Trash, which was their album, like 2001, I think, 2000, 2001. And uh, it was the last album with Warren, and it was just the three of them, Nick, Simon, and Warren. And, um, you know, I just loved them to death. Um, and I just, uh, and people are amazed that I saw them six times in one year. I'm like. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, and they, and they will throw, and I was talking about, I was talking to Mark about this earlier. They throw weird tracks, you know, that you think that you're never going to hear again. And there they are. And, uh, yeah, so my, my greatest all-time favorite band is Duran Duran. So, um, I think, uh, I think we'll, we'll, um, take a few minutes to collect my thoughts and some just, I don't know what's going on, but like, I got a lot <laughs> going on in my head. And maybe and we'll talk a little bit more about <laughs> these bands or are we moving on? I think we're moving on. Okay. I think we'll move on. So the next section we're going to talk about. Um, I called it the bands that almost got away. And when I sent Mark the outline this week, he texted me back <laughs> and like, he's like, what did you mean by that? Yeah. The, <laughs> the bands that got away, like they never happened. They, I don't know what, I'm not sure what you meant by that. And then you said it, it was like, oh, duh. <laughs> yeah. So it's basically, it was my, it was my cute way of saying that they were the band that we saw, took us the longest to see. And mine's t 35 years. I think yours is. 25 years but we'll discuss that next section yeah, you tell me i'm not here i'm not here for the math <laughs> i'm here for the math i'm the one i like i like song songs in the in the set list and how long it's been no so we'll be back um in a few minutes and stay tuned for more is this your playlist hey this is steve and you're listening to is this your playlist Hey, welcome back to Is This Your Playlist, and um, I'm here in very sunny Southern California with my new co-host and good friend, Mark. Welcome back. Thanks. And we are, we uh, talked about our favorite bands of all time, and um, I kind of thought when I was putting this together, like, what would be the band that we, that took us the longest to see from the, 
from the first time we liked them till actually seeing them in concert. And um, I cutely said, um, called it the bands that almost got away, and, and that was one of the jokes that fell really flat. Yeah, but now, now that I'm thinking about the two bands that we're going to talk about, they almost did get away because they just weren't around. I mean, there's a reason why we couldn't see them. They didn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Until, until reunions happened. So. Yeah. So, so mine, um, yeah, mine is, um, you probably heard it before. Um, so Stray Cats is my, is my band that almost got away. And, um, they were, when I was little, they were one of my favorite bands of that generation. And I love them so much. Um, and, um, I tell this story and people are amazed that I can remember and you're not. You don't really, Mark doesn't really like dates and stuff, but I like dates and <laughs> it's stuff. It's not that I don't like dates, <laughs> I don't remember dates. Okay, well, Mark doesn't remember dates, so I remember dates. So, um, <laughs> so the Stray Cats came to Bakersfield, where I live, and uh, they came with Roman Holiday, another band that I love, oh, in that, tow. Yeah, that kills me. That, I... that would have been an amazing show, because they were both like rockabilly and... This is when Roman Holiday still had like the sailor caps and that thing before they got so the it was big before, it was uh, before Fire Me yeah. Up album. So Stray Cats and Roman Holiday came on November 25th, 1983. I was 12. And my mother didn't let me go to concerts. And she, I mean, all my friends went and they came back the next day and they said how good it was, how amazing it was. And I don't know why, for whatever reason, I held on to that. And they did, um, they did the Jack FM show in 2008. And that was the last thing they did. And I kind of, I kind of put them on the, the list of never you're never going to see. And so they announced that they were doing this Rockabilly Festival in Vegas in 2018, April. And I was going to go because I was like, I have to see him. I have to see him. And it didn't work out. But then they said they were doing literally three shows in the summer one in Nashville, and then two at the Pacific Amphitheater in Costa Mesa. Now, mind you, I was really excited. Like, and, and I think I was, I think I was so excited about it that I just didn't, I didn't like outwardly, like get excited about it. If that makes <laughs> any sense, I was just like, okay, they're coming, and and I'm gonna get good tickets. I said, no matter what, I I did. I said that to my to my ex Steve, I said, no matter what, I'm going to get good tickets because I've been waiting and I'd waited 35 years to see them. Okay. So the first night at, and I lived in LA at the time. So, you know, Costa Mesa's, you know, about an hour and a half yeah. out, you know, and I didn't mind driving. So the first night I had seventh row and the second night I had third row. Okay. So, so they, you know, so the first night I'm there and, and, um, I think that I think that I was I had tried to get you to make a shirt, but I think that there was no black shirts. Some, something, something like that. And, something like that. Yeah, and um, so I I kind of didn't want to. I mean, I think there was like a powder blue and an orange, and I was like, eh, I need my black shirts. It's weird. I have black t-shirt fetish, and uh, so I went and um, I bought a t-shirt outside, and I guess I just ditched my whatever shirt I was wearing. I don't even know what I was wearing. Just threw it in the bushes. Yeah, just like, here you go. And um, so they announced that they were coming out, right? And they're like, oh, here, welcome to Straight Cats. And they came walking out and they did Runaway Boys first. And I feel like I had a an out-of-body experience and I was above myself looking down because I was freaking out. Yeah, I totally get that. Just... With other reunion shows that I've seen, where either you've never seen the group before or you haven't seen them in years, and you're like, "Yeah, here yeah, they are." Here they are. And I was, I was jumping up and down and and like fist pumping and and just singing all the words. And it was literally like I was transformed, and it was thirteen year old me. And I just, um, and you know, Mark and I, um, we like our, you know, we like our photos and videos during shows. It's not like a, it's not like we have it on the whole time, but like, you know, we like our pictures because I mean, I kind of got the bug from him because like, I mean, he would take Mark's funny because like he'll take pictures at shows and he'll be dancing and taking pictures, but they all, well, I mean the ones that you come, the ones that come out yeah. 
Our, well, my number one priority is to have a good time. Number two is to, you know, have some pics and video. But you're the you're the only person that I know that can dare take <laughs> pictures, and they're and they're amazing pictures. And he tells me, oh, well, you didn't see all the ones that didn't come out. Well, the ones that came out were fucking amazing, and I'm next to you, and he's dancing. Anyway, so <laughs> so that night at the Stray Cats, and I love going off book. Um, uh, that night at the Stray Cats, my camera battery died like three songs in. And I didn't care. I so didn't care because I was like just singing. And for me, um, they do a song. Well, they had an album called Built for Speed in America, which I found out. Excuse me. Is that a combo of two? Yeah, it's combo of European records, yeah. right? Yeah. And I didn't know that. I never knew that. Well, I remember like when that was popular. I remember that there were also import albums. At the, the first st- two. Yeah, and I guess it was the first two. And I guess I need to get the first two because I... Cause there's probably a couple song. tracks missing then. Oh, well, I mean, if it's... Yeah, I mean... That, that maybe have never even come out? Um, well, yeah, because... Well, if they had two... If they had two albums and then they did a... Because you right. know how they do Something they got do cut that. off. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so there's songs that I've never heard before, basically. And um, they did a song called Double Talking Baby. And I guess I never listened to it before because it was just like, driving me crazy, kissing me baby, don't mean maybe, double talking baby. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, I love this song. And it was my number... It was my number two most played song on Spotify in Last 2018. Year? No, that year. <laughs> yeah. And um, they just... They, they just... There was an energy there. I mean, Slim Jim, you know, he doesn't... I mean, he drums, but he's not... He just kind of does his thing and sets or plays guitar and sings and sounds amazing. Lee Rocker plays the big bass and he was standing on it and, you know, doing all this crazy stuff. And I just had the, the best time ever. And then the next night I went back and I was in the third row. And once again, it was just a greatest hits tour at that point. Um, they didn't put anything new out. And there was all the people like, you know, um, the girls with, the curls. It's the rockabilly scene yeah, is really big. I mean, they have those. You went to see them in Vegas, right? Wasn't that it? Didn't they play? No, I was going to go to the rockabilly thing, but didn't go. But that's a festival that they have they're every year. I mean, this, it is a big scene. Yeah. So they. So there's a lot of you know forty something people. You know? People are really decked out though. <laughs> with their yeah, with their what are those shoes called? Creepers. Yes. Creepers. Creepers, and um, it was cool, and everybody was really cool, and. Yeah, it was it was just an awesome it was awesome to see them and um, you know fast forward to you know uh, 2019 uh, August end of August they uh, they released an album called 40 over the summer and uh, it's my you know it's my favorite album of the year and uh, they have a song called Cat Fight over a dog like me. Which is my number one played song on Spotify. I have to, I've got to go. It's, it's all Stray Cats. It. See, well, because I mean, I don't know. Did you like them or? Did I, I mean, I liked them? the I liked Built for Speed. I sort of got sick. they were really played a whole lot on MTV oh. and on K Rock here, and I, I guess I wasn't like a hundred percent in because I like I liked it, but then I got sick of it. Yeah, sort of like, uh, well, yeah, I mean, because... There's a lot of bands that, like, I didn't get into then, but that I listen to now. You know, you can certainly appreciate it now. Yeah, so, um, you know, so there's there the sound hasn't changed much. Right. You know, it's very rockabilly. Um, so they did a tour, big world tour, and I got to see... I was, I was very, very happy that I got to see the last three shows of the tour in 7th row, 6th row, and 4th row. Ugh. I'm so sorry, listeners, I'm yawning. It's like Sunday afternoon, and I'm just like... Kendrick uh, had a hike, and the sun is starting to go down here yeah, in L.A. So, so sorry, I apologize for the yawns, but anyway. So, um, so Stray Cats, you know, it took me 35 years to see them, but but by golly, I'm going to see them every time they come. So Yeah, I mean, hopefully they will, you know, to continue, at least do some, like, one show a year or something like like the Go Go's, just and, every now and then pop up. And maybe maybe I'll drag Mark because Mark's been really good over the years with me calling him at the last moment and saying, "Hey, you want to come to the show?" And he's like, "Okay, yeah, sure." <laughs> I, I mean, I would totally go. Yeah, so so we'll I'll drag him to the show. So so for me, the the band that almost got away was Brian Setzer, Slim Jim, Phantom, Lee Rocker, Mike. Probably one of my favorite trios, and they're called the Stray Cats, so so that's mine. And uh, 
I'm going to turn it over to my new co-host and good friend, Mark. So I think mine, and you can help me out. You're in charge of the dates and, <laughs> and the, order, the order of the events and how this all went down. <laughs> but it would have to be Spandau Ballet. Oh, Spandau Ballet. Who, you know, I was into in the 80s, but they weren't like... I don't, it was too many bands. Yeah. It was Duran Duran, Culture Club, Spandau, Eurythmics, Thompson Twins... Wham! Frankie goes to Hollywood. That was that was like the tip of the British, I guess, iceberg, right? Yeah. And it was almost like you couldn't like there was competition, right? You couldn't like Duran Duran and Spandau. You You couldn't like Duran Duran and Culture Club. Like it was one or the other. Yeah, because which was so stupid. (laughs) I mean, I was a well. I mean, you know, we'll put a pin in Spandau for a second, but like I was a Duranny, and you couldn't like Culture Club because Simon didn't like Boy George, but we could like. Okay, you had to like Kajagugu because Nick produced it. You kind of had to like Power Station and Arcadia because they were in it. And we liked Japan just because David Sobian looked like... No, David... No, well, not even that. David Sobian looked, looked like, like Nick, Nick in the Visions of China yeah. video. Durani's were crazy. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, so I, I had an eye on them. And I um, I think the first album I probably bought was true, like most like Americans. And then I quickly went back and got the two... Was two right, Journey two, two previous one, yeah, and, and Diamond. Diamond. Diamond, I really liked a lot. Um, and they, they, they got those early tracks got you know airplay here on K Rock, so I you know chant number one and that stuff. I knew all that stuff, but then True came out and it was just massive. But I didn't, uh, I still wasn't like ready to go see them. <laughs> and uh, they, I believe, the last time previous to what we're going to talk about, the last time they toured America was the parade tour. Yep. That was what eighty five, and um, my Universal Amphitheater. Yeah, yeah so. in the Universal Amphitheater, and my my bestie in high school, Tracy, may she rest in peace, went to that show, and it was a show that she always like held over my head. Like I got to see Spandau Ballet, and you never will. <laughs> oh, you oh, you didn't go with her? No, I didn't go with her. No, 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 no. We weren't even like that, like super close yet. Um, but later on, she would always, you know. That was, that was the show. I got to see so many shows, but that's a band that I'll never get to see. And then they, you know, eventually split up. Well, they did. Well, they had they had two more albums. Yeah, they had two more albums. Through the Barricade and Heart Like a Sky uh-huh. in England. And um, I don't know, Barricades was just, I don't know, it was a little too slow. And uh, oh, That's funny. I was going to say it was a little too rocky. Through the Barricades? Yeah. Other than the song, Through the Barricades. I didn't think so. I'll have to re-listen to it. I think Heart Like a Sky is more ballady, although there's some songs on there that I really, really love. Yeah, that was the first album where Steve Norman actually got writing credits. Because, you know, my main man, Gary Kemp, wrote oh, all the yeah, songs. Oh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, after that, that album did not do very well, Heart yes. Like a Sky, and they split up shortly afterwards amidst... Ugh. A mess. Yeah, <laughs> another all another all band all with, although they didn't have you know members coming and going. No, they just had. They were just they done. just broke up and it was ugly and there was legal battles yeah. and so for years and years and years, well we're never gonna they're never gonna get back. That's never gonna happen. Tony Hadley did some solo stuff here and there. Well, they did. I mean, on one of the here and now tours, Adam Ant was supposed to headline, but he had some some mental issues going on, so they. So it was Tony Hadley, John Keeble. Yeah, he Steve played with Norman. Keeble. So did, didn't did we see Keeble here? Yeah, Keeble was the drummer at our oh, at that Tony Hadley show. Yeah, Tony Hadley yeah. show, and um, <clears throat> they did Keeble, Norman Hadley. Right, that's what they were. Right, and they were singing Spandau Ballet songs. And, and I'm Martin, sure there were all sorts of legalities about what they could be called and couldn't be called. Yeah, it's, I mean Martin. When Martin did, um, <clears throat> he wanted to be an actor. He went on to be an actor, and Gary Kemp was an actor and one of my favorite movies of the 80s was their movie The Craze where oh, yeah. he played Ronnie and Reggie Cray and Gary was instantly my favorite after that first it was Steve um, but I too ticked that box never gonna see him because right. it, it's you, not gonna it happen it was too ugly happen. the yeah. fight was too ugly it was over royalties and stuff songwriting and Gary, yeah. and Gary won and yeah it was literally never gonna see it so then how do you do you know how the documentary came about because that's Eventually, that's what brought them together, right? Um, I think it was probably, like... Somebody must have approached them with the idea. Yeah. And I think it was sort of like a, an anniversary of some... I think it was the 30th anniversary of True. Cause yeah. Because the documentary was, like, 2013, I think. 
I can't remember dates. Oh, <laughs> what? I thought wait, that was your job. What, what did I say? <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I said that. We'll edit that out. <laughs> no, we I'll won't. Have the <laughs> um, so yeah, so they did the. Oh god, what's it called? Soul Boys of the Western oh, World. So good. See, Mark knows Western titles. World. Is that right? Soul yeah. Boys of the Western. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that documentary was coming out in the UK, and they you know, tied up the legal issues and they managed to get back together and you saw them they did previous sh- to that, right? They did a show at the Royal Albert Hall that I was supposed to see, but didn't. Oh, wait, so did you never see them at the UK? Mm-mm. Okay, I feel I like... Sp- I was supposed to. Oh, so then our first time was the same time, at the Wiltern? No, that was my third time. Where did you go before that? <laughs> um, um, San Francisco. Oh, but same tour. War, yeah, war same, okay, that's what I. Yeah. Thought, okay, basically the same. But do tour. you know? I mean, do you know the whole the whole thing behind that behind those shows? Okay, I don't, I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> Tell me a story. Um, so they were going to do a full scale tour of America, and for whatever reason, they said they were going to cancel it, and I was pissed off. I was mad. I was like, okay. Oh yeah, this does sound familiar. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I'm done. Not going to do it. But the only three shows were the three shows in California. The one show at... Um, so did it become like a testing the waters like sort of th- thing? It was just three shows. It was the two shows at the Wiltern and the one at the Warfield. And um, I that was where my meet and greet bug was was began. Sorry. Because, <clears throat> you know, because we always... You know, we always, we would like to meet the bands. I think Mark probably has done it more than me because he worked at Virgin Megastore for years. Yeah, but not only that, we did it, we just did it at shows, like club shows. Not, yeah. not big shows. Not big like, never like Forum or Universal, but the club shows. Yeah. And it was, this was, there was no meet and greet. You just, yeah. it was the good old days. You yeah. waited around until the band came out. And that's how <laughs> I met most of the, you know, most of the, a lot of the autographs that you see around. They're just like hanging out at the club. Yeah. But anyway. So, um, so they were, so they were, tickets were going on sale. And, um, I was still working at, um, my job at Trader Joe's that I had for 10 years. And, um, I remember going to the, uh, the ticket master website and did, I did the drop down screen and it said meet and greet package. And I was like, Oh, so let me click on it. And it was $250. And at that time I was like, I can afford that. And I did it all three shows. I did meet and greet and the four, the second show at the Wiltern, I took Steve when we were still a couple. I took him and here's the thing with Steve. He could have, I mean, he knew true and gold like most Americans and he could have cared less, but it was like, I just wanted him to see like what I had seen. And, um, you know, they did the sound check or whatever. And then we met him and and they said to me, um, Steve Norman goes, Oh, I see you're glutton for punishment. They always say that. I don't know. And I said, yeah, I, I said, I brought my boyfriend Steve along with me. And Tony Hadley very famously goes, kicking and screaming, eh, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Steve did this little cute little run, and he ended up in between the camps. So that I have this, I have a photo. I have a photo of just me with them that time, but then there's a photo of me and Steve and them, and I, I cherish that photo. Cute. And, um, yeah. So, um, any, well, anyway. We got to see them at the Wiltern opening night. It was absolutely fantastic. I mean, the curtain comes up, and like you were said about the Stray Cats, there they are, all five of them, the original band from way back in the day, you know, decked out in their fancy suits, and just like you would expect of Spandau Ballet, and, and they were just amazing. Yeah, and it was so, so good. Sang, you know. All of them. Even like the Freeze and... Yeah, there was definitely a handful of the older stuff. I would probably the only weirdo that would have loved uh, "Be Free with Your Love," yeah, because that's one of my favorite songs by them. Yeah, um, well, which which we were going to talk about in the honorable mentions, our favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and I think one wasn't one of the shows I called you and I said somebody. Yeah, then the second night. Yeah, yeah, and that one I absolutely showed up for. <laughs> and one of the one of those two nights, you did a meet and greet. I ended up just meeting them in the lobby. Yeah. And and they were super super nice, um, got pictures with everybody. And then the premiere. When yeah. was the premiere? That was after, right? No, that's what I was trying to remember the order of no, things. So that happens first. So I got to go to the premiere of the documentary or a screening of the documentary, and also met them there. And they were like, couldn't have been. I mean, Tony Hadley was just one of the nicest guys, and John <laughs> Taylor was there that night as well. 
And then we got to see them. <laughs> and then we got to see them one more time. I'm giving Mark, I'm giving Mark weird. Uh-huh. I'm giving Mark All right, so weird you missed one thing. Missed <laughs> yeah. But then we got to see them one more time at uh, also at Costa Mesa, same place you saw Stray Cats. Yeah, that's part that of the OC Fair. Time, yeah, later that year I saw them two more times. Another so. another fantastic show, and, and uh, seems like um, the rails have fallen off once again. Tony left the band. They tried to get a replacement singer, which was well. Honestly, they still they still have him. No, but, they do not. Oh, they it's over. Oh. No, they played a few shows. They realized it wasn't working. It's not what the fans wanted. They are on hold indefinitely, unless if Tony ever wants to come back. That's they say that's the only way there will be any more Spandau Ballet. So <laughs> a moment of silence. Yes. Although I really I like the album that he put out last year. Let's let's have a moment of silence for Spandau Ballet. Okay. Let's <laughs> At um, least we got to see them. It was wonderful. Um, and, and we ticked the box of never. We we got to untick the box. Right. Of never. We did. See again. We did get to see them. Um, and um, yeah. I mean, I think the only. I mean, the only ones that I can think of still that are on that list are the Smiths. I mean, we saw Thompson. I mean, we saw Tom Bailey. So that ticked. Well, you saw. Well, I've Thompson seen this, I saw Thompson twice. twice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think for me, it's like the Smiths seem like they're, they're the last ones to do it. Like to actually get to back. Actually, I mean, there's performers that I want to see. I mean, Kim Wilde is still like, I want a she full still, show. She still does. Thankful, stuff, thankful. Yeah, she just needs to come to America or I need to go to Europe. Yeah. Or, well, she was supposed to. She was supposed to. Well, she she says she's working she on, on it. The, no, she was on the list of that one. That show never even happened, so. Oh, it didn't? It got canceled. Oh. No, no, no. Um, yeah, so... So, Spandau Ballet, I had the greatest time with. Um, Stray Cats I made, were amazing. Um, and both Mark and I got to check off our out-of-the-box of never going to see, never going to happen. Absolutely. And so, we're going to come back for our last segment. One last little bit about our favorite bands. And, uh, yeah, in our honorable mention. So, stay tuned for more of Is This Your Playlist? Hey, this is Brent from Probe 7, and you're listening to Is This Your Playlist? Hey listeners, welcome back to Is This Your Playlist? This is Mark, and I just wanted to give you a couple more couple more things about my favorite band, The Go-Go's. Um, I mentioned what in our, in our honorable mentions. Oh yes, section. we're in our honorable mentions. Sorry, I'm just I'm new to this. Okay, no, <laughs> gotta learn the ways. <laughs> so I mentioned a little bit in the first segment that the Go Go's have a, a musical that played on Broadway. Um, it didn't play for a crazy long time. It wasn't a smash exactly, but it got some great reviews. Has a huge following, and it's playing all across America right now. Productions are popping up all over. So. Um, what I want to do is just mention a couple of Go-Go songs that maybe you don't know, some of which are in that show. Um, everybody knows the big hits, and so I wasn't even going to mention those. But um, here's a few of my favorites, and you can check these out. I'm sure they're on Spotify or um, iTunes or wherever music, wherever yeah. the kids get their music these days. <laughs> so the last, the last thing they recorded up until possibly a month or so ago when I do believe they recorded something. What are you looking at? I was looking at your boxes. <laughs> I'm just trying to Box read the Box sets, music. <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> anyway, um, I think they recorded something for the new uh, documentary that's coming out. They, There were some photos of them in the studio. So I don't know anything about that. But previous to that, um, the final thing they recorded was a version of Let's Get Together, the Disney song from The Parent Trap. I believe Let's really? Get Together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. But by them? You've yeah. never heard it? It's really fun. Oh it's self-produced. It's really cute. I think it's got a sample from a Da 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 by Trio. Da, a little, key- da, a little da. keyboard. A little keyboard bit, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's on a, it's on a Disney Mania CD. Disney Mania 5, I believe. Okay. And um, they had ties to Disney at the time. They were going to do a reality show about putting together a girl group. And they actually worked with a band and wrote songs, and the band toured for them, opened for them on one tour. And they had some good songs, but then the whole thing like fizzled out. So I don't know what Is happened. Is it Best Shot? I don't know if it ever had a name. I mean, it never aired. Okay. 
Um, another good song, uh, Beautiful. Do you know that one? Mm-mm. That's on Return to the Valley of the Go-Go's. That was in 1994. They got back together, and this was the first, the first songs they had recorded since the first breakup. There were three new songs on there, Beautiful being one of them. And this is definitely a highlight in the musical um, that Princess Pamela sings, and she's very confident and full of... She's a bigger gal. And she's very confident and full of herself, as she should be. And uh, the lyric is beautiful. That's all I see when I look at me. And it's a good song for everybody to hear. Nice. Um, Beneath the Blue Sky from, you know that one? Which one? That's from Talk Show, Beneath the Blue Sky. Just a fan favorite. It's a really, really great song. Could have could have, and should have probably been a single. Um, Here You Are. That's from God Bless the Go-Go's, their actual final album in 2001. That, again, is like the finale of the play. It's a beautiful, beautiful ballad. Definitely not something the Go-Go's are known for, but it's a fantastic vocal by Belinda. Um, They did it with an orchestra at uh, the House of Blues shows that we were talking about, and you can find that on YouTube, on my page, or on other people's page, but it's definitely something to check out. Um, can't stop the oh I, I guess I'm tied, not that I was counting, but I put these two together. Can't stop the world mm-hmm. is the la- absolute last track on Beauty and the Beat. It's maybe my all time favorite Go Go song. Cool. It's it's a song that Kathy Valentine brought to the band. She had recorded it with the Textones, the band she was in previously. She brought it to the Go Go's. They redid the lyrics. It's just it's wonderful fantastic song they hadn't played it for a while they played it at the san, that san francisco show and which was nice because that was sort of kathy's return that was her first full show playing and um and then fun with ropes which is also on the return of the valley of the go-go's that's from 1979 wow. so one of the first tracks they wrote and it's about snm of course it is and that really shows off their punk rock roots so i know a lot of people just think they're glossy bubblegum pop and there's a lot of footage out there you can find on YouTube to see what they were like when they started. Well, they're bad girls. Yeah, sure. they were they were definitely bad girls. And Fun With Ropes is a really good example of how they got that reputation and what their original sound was before they cleaned up their acts a bit. Cool. So those are some, some of my alternate favorites. What about you? Um, well, Duran Duran, um, if I'm going to talk about album tracks that are my favorite um probably my favorite album track is hold back the rain from yeah, Rio. I, I think that's a lot of people's favorite album track it should have been should have been a single um they've remixed it it should have been a single i think um <clears throat> i love anyone out is there anyone out there from the first album which they performed live this last round of shows which everyone freaked the fuck out including me um I like Shadows on Your Side from Seven and the Ragged Tiger. Um, let's see, from Pop, I mean, from Paper Gods, I probably like the 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 uh, the, uh, the title song the best. Um, they did it live. Yeah, it was the opening song. I love that song. That's not one of my favorites. I love I, that song. You know what? Some of the bonus tracks on that album were actually oh really really oh. good. Oh, um, Paper Gods, um, Butterfly Girl. That's yeah. Oh, yes. Love that song. I was um, just listening, sorry to interrupt you, but it was just, after watching the doc- documentary, I sort of got in a Duran like, deep dive. <laughs> yeah. And I was blasting uh, uh, All You Need Is Now. Yeah. That's such a fucking but good they, album. And they just, yeah, they kind of skip over that as of that's one of, I think that's one of their best albums. Yeah, they should at least say, they should at least play that song. Yeah. By, um, and, um, let's see, I'm trying to think. Oh, on the wedding album, I love, um, Love Voodoo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so those are my favorite Duran Duran. Oh, and I, well, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna just Give name them. Sound of Thunder, Last Chance on the Stairway, New Religion. Um, my favorite B-side is definitely like an angel from my own way single. I don't remember that one. <clears throat> oh my God. It's I mean, I remember song. the title, but I don't remember how it goes. It's great. Well, well you have the box set right there. You should pull it out. <laughs> I right do have a box set of singles <laughs> like right there. So, like <laughs> so, um, so I guess that's it for this, uh, for this episode. Um, Mark, thank you. 
for being Wait, here. Can I just say something really quick? Yeah, How sure. fucking awesome is it that we get to still see our favorite bands that started around the same time? When did Durant start? 78? 78. They literally started the same year. Yeah. And we still get to go see them in and, 2019 slash 2020, wherever. And, you know, wherever those next shows will be. And that's, you know, I mean, I'm, sh- you know, I'm not really sure what the, you know, what the age range of who's listening to us are. Um, but, you know, I kind of feel sorry for the, for the kids now because, you know, uh, when we were young, when we were little, you know, we had MTV and we didn't have phones and, you know, you had to like, you had to like, the bands had to go out and tour. And that's why I feel like our, you know, our generation, the eighties bands, that's why they're going to tour forever because that's how they, that's how they got famous. Well, now it's also how they continue to make money with no record sales. I mean, and, record uh, sales don't amount to much. And, uh, yeah, so that's 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 an awesome thing that you said. I, w- I mean, I think that at every show, you know, we mostly go see older bands. And uh, at every show, I'm like, God damn it, it's 2020, and I'm here seeing, you know, insert name here. Yeah. You, you know, you never thought it would go on for this long, or that we would still be doing, you know, getting the same thrill out of it, and we yeah. do. I wonder how old we're going to be when we stop. Yeah, I'm not. Plan- I mean, I'm not planning on <laughs> stopping anytime soon. Yeah, so scaling down, perhaps. Sorry. Yeah, maybe not as well. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have you know three trips to England like I have. Yeah, but, but maybe next year, maybe 2020 will be the year that I get to go to England three times to see people. So I think that uh, was it 2018 when we lost everybody. Yeah, I think that was definitely a kick in the nuts yeah. to not miss anything. Oh. That reminds me. Oh, well. Is this another show? No. <laughs> what? Um, it was just like, I mean, when we were talking about 2018. Um, was it 2018? 2017? I think it was 2019. When, yeah. Well, Andrew originally from Wham! just uh, wrote a book called George Michael and Me. And um, I was listening to it on Audible. And, and um, you know, they were one of the ones that I'll never get to tick that box. Because yeah. they split up before. Same, I missed it. You know, and, um, but, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I love, I, I love the bands from back then and, you know, I, I'm trying to be flexible with listening to the new stuff and, uh, new music people and, um, I'm just trying to give it a chance, but it's hard. There's, there's a handful of things that catch, you know, that catch me that I get, but I feel like the last band and it might be the same for you that I was like new band that was like super super into and i'm not missing a show with scissor sisters oh i miss them i mean i loved capital cities until i went to see them live and it's like the kids are into them and they just jump and jump and like (laughs) you know they're jumping behind me and i had my friend lily and we were in the front of one of the shows at the fonda and i just gotten a new pair of glasses (laughs) don't don't knock grandpa in the glasses (laughs) kids No, I look at Lily. I mean, because it's like they're right there. It's like, why are you jumping and screaming behind me? And I just said to Lily, I said, you know what? If 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 they knock my glasses off, we're gonna have a problem. So then, I loved Capital. Well, musically, I loved Capital Cities, um, and I know you loved Bright Light, Bright Light. I, I do love Bright Light, and, Bright Light. Um, I like them too. I don't probably don't like them as much as you, but like. Yeah, Scissor Sisters. Um, I've I've heard stories that they're gonna do something else, and uh, but that's all um, rumor has. I'll it. just keep my fingers crossed until then. And um, I need to marry Baby Daddy because so nothing's was... changed since they came out. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was on my hall pass list. I don't know if Steve knows that, but he probably will after he hears this. But yeah, whatever. So. Uh, thank you, listeners, for for putting up with us and our crazy talk about our favorite bands. But we, I'm so grateful to be able to do this because it's something I've wanted to do forever. And if you listen to see uh, episode 11 of the last season, you know Mark was suggested by Steve, and you know it took a while, but and uh, but now he's here and. I'm excited about like the things that we're going to talk about. We're old and we have a lot of stories. We're not old. We're not old. We are not of this (laughs) generation. We're the, what are we the ex? We're not old. We're golden. (laughs) That's what Kylie said. 
And on that note, we're going to sign off and we will see you next week with, is this your playlist? And I don't know, we used, uh, I was, we were talking about my last co-host, we were talking about what we were going to talk about next, but I think, I don't even think we know what we're going to talk about. So yay, that's a better surprise, but it's going to be Mark's choice and he gets to lead it. Oh, he just made a face. (laughs) So, uh. So, yeah, thanks for listening to this playlist. Is this your playlist? And uh, you can catch us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and all kinds of cool things. And next week, I will give you the new email address and the new Instagram address when it's all up. And like us, subscribe us, and just, yeah, just tell us what you think. So, all right, talk to you all later. And bye, Mark. Bye.